Hello and welcome to Early Childhood Ireland's podcast. Our podcast series features interviews and discussions on all issues relating to quality early learning and care with a range of speakers who are leaders in the areas that matter to Early Childhood Ireland members. I'm Maura Corbett and I work with Early Childhood Ireland. In this episode, I'm delighted to be chatting with Audrey Fagan. Audrey's learning story, More Than Words, was the winner in the newcomer category at the 2020 Early Childhood Ireland Awards. And in these next couple of episodes, we're going to be looking at learning stories and the uh, Early Childhood Ireland upcoming awards. Audrey is a teacher in the Central Remedial Clinic School in Clontarf in Dublin. She's been teaching there for 20 years with 10 of those years in preschool. Audrey is currently studying for a master's degree in education in Maynooth University in the Preble Department. And her ambition is to create a multi-sensory space that invites and responds to the curious mind and inquisitive nature of the child, a space where all children are equal. Her research includes how to develop a creative learning environment, one with adults and children following and responding to each other's lead. Audrey is passionate about documenting the learning of children with special needs, their creative abilities and their profound connection to others. The research informs her practice and has implications for learning, pedagogy, partnerships and curriculum. Audrey, you're really welcome. I love that focus that you have on the curious mind and inquisitive nature of the child, um, creating spaces where children are equal. So I'm really looking forward to hearing more about that. And uh, you're really welcome to this episode of the podcast. Thank you very much, Maura. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here to speak with you about the, uh, the learning story and my setting. Uh, so to start with, before we move into the learning story, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the setting in which you work? It's it's a unique kind of setting, really. It is, more. It is quite unique. Um, we actually are quite a large setting. Uh, we have preschool, we have a primary school and we have a post-primary school. So in all, we have over 90 students um, attending the setting. And I have been teaching the preschool for over 10 years. Um, I've been in special ed or special education for over 20 years. And um, the school has gone from strength to strength. I think it was established maybe back in the 1950s. And at the moment, as I said, we go from three to 18 years of age. And the children have a physical disability as their primary disability. Um, but lots of the children have a secondary disability as well. They, it, this could be epilepsy or autism or uh, emotional difficulties or perhaps um, high medical needs as well. So, Audrey, can you take us through your introduction to learning stories and uh, your kind of what you described yourself as your light bulb moment? <laughs> It was indeed, more. It was a light bulb moment. Uh, it happened at the uh, conference that Wendy Lee was speaking at. It, it was a conference organised by Early Childhood Ireland and I went along. I had read a little bit about learning stories, not really quite understanding what they were all about. So I just thought, well, I go along and see what Wendy has to say and see if this will fit into my setting. So on that night, she spoke beautifully about learning stories and she had lots of examples and it really was the light bulb moment when I sat there and I just said to myself, this is what's happening in the preschool every day. This is what I'm seeing with the children that I teach every day. And they have 
disabilities. They've come from various backgrounds. A lot of them, maybe this was their first chance to be involved with other children, playing with other children because of maybe they've had high medical needs. And initially for their parents, the priority was taking care of them uh, and taking care of their high medical needs. So I just thought this is a chance for these children to show, I suppose, the rest of the education system that they are children that love to play. They are children that love to be curious. They have so much to show others um, their abilities and what they can do. And on that night, I said, right, I'm going to give this a go. Um, and it was actually quite a hard decision because like that, there are so many moments that I would try and share with parents on a day to day basis when they would come and pick up a child. And I say, oh, listen, he did this or she did this. And you'd be talking about something that you had observed and you wanted to share with the parent and they would be delighted to hear it. And then that would be it. And they'd go home and I'd go back to the classroom or maybe I'd take a chance and I'd pick up the phone and I'd ring the parent and tell them about maybe some really profound learning that I had seen going on and um, just because it was such a happy moment and just to share it with the with the parents and uh, I thought this is the learning story gives me a chance to actually write it down with a photograph that's there for forever that's there to share with the parents that's there to share with the other children in the class and, and of course as you know children at that age love to look at photos of themselves and talk about what they had been doing so um it it just as I said, it was that light bulb moment that I decided, OK, I'm going to give this a go. Yeah, I think that it's one of the beauties of learning stories is that it, it focuses on um, it enables us to focus on kind of uh, dispositions and mm. uh, and skills and abilities rather than, you know, and as you described, the children that you work with have, have a lot of medical needs. So a lot of the focus, I'm sure, can be on their medical needs and their disability. And the beauty of learning stories is it it captures the ability. Um, and I think, you know, that's so evident in in uh, in more than words. Uh, can you take us through the the learning story and uh, the story of um, that that won the award, uh, Audrey? Uh, yes, more the the learning story is about two children in the class: Timok, uh, a little boy, and Imogen, a little girl, and they are both quite different in personality. Timok, uh, as a little boy, he had no English at all. He was um, Polish. And so his speaking and understanding of English only began when he started uh, in preschool with us. And we would use our own words to help him. We would use love signs. We would use a visual timetable to help him. And this is how he communicated. He communicated really. It was his understanding that started and when he started to understand some of the communication aids then he started to really open up and he was great at play he was great at including everybody but somehow he just took a liking a really strong liking and a really strong connection to Imogen and Imogen although she was non-verbal and um, he really really connected with her and he would be so delighted when he'd hear her coming in with her mom and he would shout her name and it would be Imogen, Imogen, Imogen. And everyone had to get told that she was now arriving into the classroom door and he would be clapping his hands and jumping around. And he was so delighted to, to, to see her. And I suppose 
he persisted and he persisted to engage with Imogen over the weeks. And he started to get very, very um, close to her. And she would respond in a very, very gentle way. And at playtime, um, I would often have Imogen on my lap and he would have to come and sit with her and he would put, he would like to have her feet up on his lap. And there was just this connection. They would just go forward, forward to forward and literally just look at one another. Like there really were no words. There was just this connection. And I felt that, you know, there were times where, you you know, as a teacher, you're in the classroom, you're looking at the clock, you're thinking, OK, I think playtime needs to, you know, maybe finish up and need to start circle time. And I think what I learned really from Timok and Imogen was to just to just let it be, just to be still and just let them be and just take a deep breath and just let them be there together. And it was one of those, I suppose, mindful moments. So it that went on and on. But they, if you really want to learn mindfulness, I think in the presence of Timok and Imogen, that's that's where you would learn it. And um, I think the taking this time out between the two of them, uh, it really struck me. But it also struck the other children because while they were connecting with no words, there was all this hustle and bustle going on with the rest of the children in the classroom. And what it did was it actually drew... I suppose, the other children around towards Timok and Imogen. And it really included Imogen in everyone else's play because they were kind of curious as to to what Imogen and Timok were doing. So it started that, you know, they'd often come over and they'd be kind of, oh, what's what's Timok at and what's Imogen at? And because this started to happen then, I started to include the others and we we started to sing action rhymes and, you know, just to include everybody together. So I learned a huge amount from Timok and Imogen's connection. And the story I wrote was just one particular aspect on a particular day that we were painting. We were doing lots of red that day. We were obviously covering the colour red. It must have been close to Valentine's Day. And Imogen loved to have her feet in the paint. So uh, that's how she would paint. And I got everything set up. Uh, Timok had finished his painting and he was straight over to be by her side. And at that stage, he had some words and he would be me, help. Oh, of course, Timok, you sit down. And it was just I thought he was just going to sit and watch. But no, he wanted to be part of what I was doing. And I was I think I was really, really astounded at how he copied what I was doing as I was moving her feet through the red paint, he was just, you know, gently pushing my hand aside. He was after understanding this is what he had to do. And he just was helping move her feet through the paint and all the time connecting up to her, watching her face back down to her feet, back up to her face. And this continued right, right through until we had to come and wash the paint off Imogen's face. And uh, again, he, you know, he helped. He saw what I did. He watched and then he wanted to do it and then help dry them. So um, it was a, an absolutely surreal moment. And all the time, sorry, all the time, um, Imogen was just absolutely just so relaxed in her chair, watching and just being there with him and enjoying the company of somebody, I suppose, her own age, really. And uh, it was just a lovely moment. And it was just one of many that I had written about and uh I'm delighted that it won. Mm. And, Sorry, and, you know, just yeah. that connection. It it 
just it sounds absolutely gorgeous um, yeah. and and you know a, a privilege to be able to be part of yeah. but also what you see when you slow down I think you described that beautifully and, and it, were there kind of ripple effects for I mean the parents must have adored uh, the the learning story the parents of Imogen and Timok and um you they, know how, how did they respond yeah yes yeah more they were absolutely thrilled and I think it was what I was really surprised with was when the parents read the learning story they were obviously you know delighted this is their child this is part of the story that this story had won but they were I think they were learning as well that those moments are actually really really important and really important to remember and a photograph it, yes, it does capture, but to have somebody write about what was actually going on before the photograph was taken, as the photograph was taken, and then after it. And I think they really, you know, they, they absolutely adore their children. And But I just felt it just, it just slowed everything down. And the parents just saw that these moments are really important, that these are happening at home as well with their siblings or with their relatives and that they are very, very deep learning moments that can be captured. And they I really think they valued uh, what had been written about their their children and the learning that took place and that it's that learning is is about that connection and about relationships. And it's not always about the ABCs or the colours or the shapes and so on. And um, yeah, it was one of these wow moments that we now call them in school mm. and uh, it, it was just so nice that it was captured and it's there forever and Wendy mentions that that you know that that's the value of learning stories for parents is that it shows that the educators get their child that's one of the things that she says that you know when you yeah. open a learning journal that you can say yeah they get him they are they get her they know him or her they're um that for parents that's part of the wow moment as much as yes whatever happened that yes yeah it is the essence of their child yes and And then yeah in terms of the 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 ripples you know in the the broader setting um I think you you were saying when I was chatting to you the other day that it, it has kind of spread beyond the the preschool it has, it has, because um, because of winning the award, um, I had to, uh, and I was very happy to share the whole uh, experience with the rest of my um, colleagues in school on the staff. And I got to read the story and I got to just talk about, you know, what what had inspired inspired me to write it and uh, about the relationship that is there between Timok and Imogen and and all the other children in preschool. And um, I think with that said, then the principal thought it was a lovely idea to capture these wow moments um, throughout the school. So uh, she has included, um, well, she has suggested, and I think it is it is going to happen this summer, but at the end of every year, every child will have um, an end of year school report that goes home. And uh, we are now going to include a wow moment in every child's school report. So going from three to 18 years of age, that uh, the standard report will go home, but at the end, there will be a wow moment that the teacher um, will document uh, um, some aspect of their child's learning or something that they've seen happen between 
you know, one or two of the children in the class or whatever kind of wow moment stands out for them, but that every parent will see a little wow moment on the report of their child. That's fantastic. fantastic. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. just so important to you know to capture uh those moments as much as the academic progress um it is that's yeah you know yeah. that's where the learning is that it that is it is and it's very much so for children who you know when you're doing a checklist at the end of the year or you're looking at the academics you know some children aren't yet ready for that type of assessment and to actually feel that you have, you know, had a child in your class, you've seen this learning going on and the impact that this learning has had on, on the class or on the teacher or on the child themselves. And to be able to share that with a parent, you know, it's, it's uh, I hope, I know, and I know it will be deeply valued by the, by mm. the parents. Yeah. Audrey, thank you so much for that really comprehensive overview of the importance of learning stories to document and assess children's learning it it's just beautifully told and a beautiful story and uh and thanks to all the listeners for listening to this episode of early childhood ireland's podcast and remember if you enjoyed the podcast please tell your friends and colleagues and we hope you'll join us next time